A quick warning before we start, there will be some naughty words. Welcome to Update, your weekly podcast on all things digital, such as mobile apps, web design, social media and marketing. With me this week is... Hi, I'm Ray, web designer. I'm Sophie, marketing manager. And me, Sean, graphic designer and illustrator. So today's topic is the importance of web design and what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should hand over to our resident web designer and ask her why it's important. Take it away, Ray. I don't know. Pressure. I just, I just make websites. and I just make the websites. I just design and make them look pretty. <laughs> so why do, why do people have websites? To and sell wh- their wares. Depends Blogs. what the website's for, doesn't it? Uh, the, and there it is. The importance of web design is not a fixed thing. It's going to change depending on not just the company, but who the you're... The user. Uh, not, not, even you, not, even be, not even before you get to the user. It's the client. In, in our, our case, it's always you have to get the client on board. And what the client wants is probably usually the antithesis of important web design. Yeah. Make the logo bigger. Make the logo bigger. No, the logo doesn't need to be bigger. That <laughs> colour does not need to be there. You know... It's not enough text. That's that's it, and this is this is it. The importance of web design is different to the designer than it is to the user, than it is to the client, than it is to his boss or their boss. You know. Yeah. So, to you guys as web professionals and digital professionals, what is the importance of web design to you personally as your job? So, for me, I do a lot of search engine optimization stuff. Mm -hmm. And the web design can affect statistics, or not statistics, but like data such as uh, the bounce rate or the user journey. So what what is bounce rate? So bounce rate is when somebody goes onto the web page and doesn't interact with it at all and then goes straight off, so presses the back button basically or goes on to something else, uh, something different. So in that instance, good web design would mean your bounce rate is low? Not necessarily. Well, it, it kind of depends on the page because if if it's a page that you want people to travel through, yeah, then yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean it's it, it's kind of a, a split between content and design. I'm just trying to try and narrow it down to a simplistic way of looking at it. So a high bounce rate is good or bad? Bad. So a high Generally, bounce rate is bad. Yeah. Okay. High bad bounce rate is pretty much always bad. If it's a blog post, then we kind of accept it because it's like, well, that, that's, that's kind what of, they came to read. There's that, nothing else that, that's to it. do. So the, is the bounce rate? site specific or page specific you, you have like average bounce rate and then bounce rate per page okay so at one point the bounce rate is good depending on where they're going to so if they're bouncing to a separate site to actually confirm purchase yeah example. some pages you expect to see a high bounce rate um but you can set rules and stuff to say don't include this or that oh, yeah. or whatever cool um but anyway, yeah, so th- th- there's those sort of statistics or um, exit rate or uh, average time on page. If, if the page isn't engaging, whether that's because of content or design, then those statistics will occur. So so, 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 so far we've got bounce rate, um, engage, um, exit rate, exit rate, page duration, did you say? Uh, average page, uh, average session duration. Se- session duration. And also where they travel to, so the user journey. Um, the behaviour flow. Okay. So, 
with with content i might think okay well i want this to be the main the main sort of call to action i want this to be the big bit that stands out i want them to think right okay i need to travel through there so i'll write the content based on that but then if i don't like relay that to say re then she re, re might look at that and be think that's oh, not important this this bit's important I'll, I'll make this bit stand out and then the user journey won't be uh what we what we wanted it or what uh, wanted it to be or what we expected it to be yeah. and that might then incur like the bad results like bounce rate oh cool so it's about working together in harmony <laughs> which you guys do yeah. Which you guys do. So, because you guys have been working on some websites at the minute and there's always a lot of back and forth between you two about cake. I mean, um, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, how things should be displayed on the page and what should be displayed when. And um, so that's kind of what you guys are discussing then is how best to get the user through the experience to the end point where you want them to wind up. Yeah. And I think the main the main sort of thing that i try and do with with my written content and how i always like try and get that across to me is i try and think about what the and i think you think about this as well anyway but what the user wants yeah so if they were on a product page either they want to see other products yeah or they want to contact so that that in the design that That would have to be reflected yeah so, so it, for you guys, it's 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 very user centric. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's, yeah, it's yeah. All about the user. Yeah. Always. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm trying to be devil's advocate because I don't really know much about web design, despite being a designer. Yeah, well, that's um, why UX design is so important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I only really do apps, really. So, but I understand that the user flow, but then the flow is different within an app than it is a website. Yeah, apps confuse the, uh, me. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, um, so. Can you guys cite an example of a website that you think does everything really well? <laughs> hmm. that, that that you th- from from your experience has these you know you you spend a long time on the site you are going through what you believe to be a typical user journey because you know, there's some some of the sites you guys might be looking at you might not actually be um, muddy in the water with the stats essentially because you're not actually you have no intention of buying the product you see or, or, or I think the good with, I mean? the thing with a good um, structured user journey is the user doesn't notice yeah it so that's probably it's harder for me to think of a good one rather than yeah. a than a bad one might be a bit easier okay so okay, let's rephrase that question then. can you think of a bad one um, I'm not a fan of the Amazon website Ooh. I think that's really busy, isn't it? It's yeah. There's far too much. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan either. I don't like how it's structured. Really, like when you go onto the homepage, there's not really the only way that you can look for something is by searching. Really, but then if you scroll down the homepage, it's just a bombardment of everything. Yeah, and it, it's too and, much. And this is it. it. Only some of it is tailored. Yeah, and that's that's my problem. Is like, um, this is obviously seasonal products. It's Mother's Day stuff. Um, you know, yeah. So books, I've been, books and and sound bars are what I've been looking at. That's the only uh, tailored content there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it for the amount of money that they probably spend on it, it's not great, is it? No, and I They're think just trying to overwhelm. It's like. It's more overwhelming than anything. It's yeah. off-putting. 
you don't they try and encourage you to browse but i don't want to i'd like to <clears throat> but i don't that doesn't make me want to because no, it's, it's too it's much a stuff put in yeah yeah so usually when i go to amazon i know exactly what i want or roundabouts what yeah. i want and just search mm. you always use the search bar as soon as i go to amazon that's it i've never scrolled this far down the page mm. i tell you what annoys me um about a website is on the right move website um when you're searching for a location and say you've set the filters if if either i'm on my phone and i click off or refresh or something it'll lose some of the filters or if i pick a different location and i've said for, say i want to live in this lo- uh, location plus maybe three miles I'll then type in a new location and then it'll always reset to zero miles uh, so then I have to go back in change it again and change, yeah change the filters and that's yeah. annoying bad user experience mm. but then you, you say this but you still use them yeah despite despite the hang ups you have with it you will always you, you still use, use it so it must have must be doing something right for you to go back yeah just because it has one thing annoying doesn't mean I'm never going to use it again so, you, but this is it. So, people, you know, people are saying. Uh, I saw this before saying, um, some people will not. But I, I think people are far more lenient. Yeah, and when also it comes to bad user experience. The thing is, these if, companies. If the reward is. These what companies are constantly updating and yeah. f- bug fixing, and there's always updates. Yeah. I'm sure that they'll. Fi- I've seen loads of people complain about it, so I'm sure that they're going to fix it at some stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In regards to Amazon, then. What else, or in what other aspects, does it fail? I th- I don't think it does. I like the buying process is easy. There are little niggles, but it's nothing to stop me from using it, like Sophie and Rightmove. Yeah. I think most of the big the big industry websites, the design is fine because they have the money to be able to update it when the trends change like it's just like interior design or fashion trends like website design trends change yearly yeah if if not more often than that so these bigger websites have the money to keep up to date and keep trendy with the web design but there are some companies that are smaller that their website is like extremely dated see as like google algorithms change they because they don't become seo friendly anymore so what websites so so what are we saying the kind of we haven't really nailed down what m- the are the important aspects of web design so what are so, so what are the three key features of good web design three so if you if you had to the three is a magic number apparently so we go for three and we can use those three as basis to actually look at some websites good content good good content Good design, good user can't, experience. You can't use good design. What about okay. design as the th- what oh. three design? Good so user layout. experience. Yeah. It's a good user experience. Intuitive, I guess. User experience. Yeah, good content. So good uh, content. Um, intuitive. <laughs> What's the other one? I said layout, but that's good kind layout. of that goes under user experience, I think. So user experience, intuitive. What's no, in intuitive user experience, oh, intuitive content, user experience and content. like style, whether it stands out. Like when we've been doing our web research for di- for either different clients or for ourselves, the thing that we get most frustrated at 
at is you see in different industries or even wider just loads of websites look the same yeah the problem with that though is because everyone's expected to make responsive web design uh, websites now which is fair enough because i think probably a majority of people go on their phone to browse the internet and the easiest way to make a website is responsive is by creating grids working yeah. with grids and that's how everyone starts to create the same websites and then when you're looking on a phone it's hard to make it yeah make it look different from any other website yeah without i don't know really really styling it so yeah. that's the thing so good web design is something that makes you stand out and looks different cutting edge but also fits with the criteria that's needed yeah. for for the user i think that that sometimes they can conflict because if you're going to be making a website for say uh i don't know pensions <laughs> and you're going to have well no maybe not pensions maybe something aimed at older people you don't want to go crazy because they're not no. they're going to get frustrated yeah so you got to tailor it to the user and kind of work within certain margins to yeah to please them it just Definitely. it depends a good web design depends on like your goals as a company and your what you want your user to do yeah and if the the web design complements that i suppose that, it's, it's how you want your user to feel as well yeah so but i mean more like so if if your goal is to be, become a memorable brand if you want users to come and remember you and also maybe the user wants to find out about your products if you then do something that's not like everybody else is and also like Sh showcase your products then that would be a good web yep. design but if it's just like a run-of-the-mill modular site then maybe it wouldn't be a good web design even though that might be good for somebody else yeah exactly so that that comes back to what i was saying before about you know the importance of good web design is different depending on the user, the user and the client usually clients only ever want to be second they never want to be the first to do something different because yeah. that comes at a cost. Mm -hmm. um, and it's risky, isn't it? Well, that's it. It's risky and it's cost. But when it is done well, the, the site stands out from the crowd because everyone <laughs> wants to be second. So you all, you all you will have is a website that looks exactly like everyone else's. Yeah. I remember when we went to um, Reasons last year and there's a guy called um, Espen... Brunborg, I think his name was, and he gave us that. Um, so there's a list. Where is it? I've got it on my computer somewhere. So yeah, he gave us a list of different aspects, right? So um, you got. So the slide was divided into two. One was white, one was black, and on the white one you had fast, universal, intuitive, invisible, user-centric, and scientific, versus slow, individual, surprising, impressive, visionary, and artistic. And he asked people to say, right, you can pick one of these. Which one is the definition of good web design? And he asked, so people put their hands up for various ones, and people put their hands up for the other one. When he, it was, it was a red question because it's like they're nice. all part of good design. You can have a nice slow website that's individual, that's intuitive, that's invisible. You know, you can it's it's a it's a it's a, a, a an all unique buffet. It's something you pick what you want for the client, and you mish, mash yeah. it together. Yeah. And what you're saying is like we can have, you know, people say, oh, it needs to be functional because people need to trust. Mm -hmm. because they need to want to give us money for, for, for a product or whatever. 
Um, so then it has to be intuitive, user-centric and scientific. But that doesn't mean the other pages can't be artistic, artistic, visionary and impressive. Because then that builds up the excitement for the product they're going to buy. Yeah. You know, so it's not just simply one or the other. It's it is a, a, a you pick what the bits that you need for that particular client and that particular user. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Just waffled on, and that's what I think. AdamUnderwear.com. I knew you were gonna. I didn't as, see as that link, but I just thought it's done one, really well. Yeah, that's that's a website that I remember, and maybe because not you, Adam. It. We've looked at it a couple of times. Yeah, we, we, yeah, Adam. We're talking, uh, Mr. Talietti. We're talking about your underwear. But um, maybe it's because it it appeals to us because it's kind of aimed at our age. Um, our we're the demographic. Well, straight. Well, that's well, perfect, not me. Though, isn't it? You, <laughs> but um, I appreciate it too because I'm a web designer. Yeah, but you know, it does. It, it, it's unique. It tells me exactly about the company. It tells me exactly about the product, and I'm, that's that's the first page. I've not even scrolled yet and I always get an idea for the company um, I actually see a product on the page <laughs> very artistically presented by a guy in red boxes holding a pigeon outside yeah surrounded by pigeons surrounded by pigeons <laughs> of course so straight away it's got an interesting character about it it's, yeah it's built trust with me because it's well designed and it's quite different and there's this pizza slice flying it's up the funny page. as well yeah, so straight away it has, if you go back to Mr. Brumborg's table, it's artistic, it's impressive, it's user-centric. Um, oh, there's a crash test, a guy dressed as a crash test dummy dancing in his boxes while a car gets smashed behind him. Interesting. So yeah, straight away you're seeing, oh there's a little UFO now. So straight away you're seeing, it's a really nicely presented website. And it's a really long scroll. When I, when I keep reading it's like long scrolls are or poor design but in this instance the long scroll is quite pleasant because it's a surprise every time you scroll exactly oh and there's a guy <laughs> that's funny there's a guy with the union jack in boxes on heelys by the look of it uh, attached to a being london pulled bus. along by a london bus yeah makes you proud to be british <laughs> um the interactions are very simple buttons are clearly labeled but it still has individuality which I think is lacking in a lot of websites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it's a hard sell. The problem well. though with like this website is great, but it it's got a lot of um, content to go with it, like a lot of imagery, really nice imagery as well, really yeah. funny. And I, the problem that we have here is a lot of the time is that we don't have. The con the content to go with their site, so no, be it. it good product images, which oh, it's the bane of my life. That's it, yeah. Or just generic images. You end up having to go on stock sites, yeah. Which and as soon as great. you start using stock site, then it becomes a crutch. Then doesn't it? It becomes it's, just like everybody yeah. else's website automatically, yeah, like, straight away. Yeah. We, sh- we should get a photographer. But yeah, I, I think that's a for me that's a perfect website. It's it's individual, it's unique, it's, it's clear, fun, it's seamless as well, which is a rare thing to find. The the it's, um, um, it's, it's a single page application. Yeah, and I imagine that transfers quite nice to mobile as well. <laughs> so it loses none of its character on mobile. Well, Mr. T does a review. I don't think that's genuine. I haven't damaged um, any yet. <laughs> Silly. 
I think that's that's a perfect website. I can't f- figure out a fault for it, even though I really want to. <laughs> Yourunderwear.com. That's Adam Underwear. I was talking to Adam then, sorry. It's adamunderwear.com. Um, so that's a good example of a consumer site. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of amazing marketing campaign sites. Um, yep. You can find a lot of them on awards.com. That's it, cause, because they, they, are, they are built to break. Not to break. When I say break, I mean um, disrupt. They're built to disrupt, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they're built to be different because they have a a limited lifespan. Yeah. Like replicants in Blade Runner. Bit of a geek joke there. No one else got it. Fantastic. Nope. Um, you know, so they can almost get, they have carte blanche to do so. Yeah. Um, particularly on well, that's it. They then come under the the second bracket: slow, individual, surprising, impressive, visionary, yeah. artistic. And they don't really have no. to obey any of these rules. Um, yeah. A lot of the sites on awards that get the highest marks. Awards is um, kind of a an awards site for websites. Yeah. So you can it's get awards. Uh, yeah, triple w- 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 <laughs> dot. Uh, a lot of the sites that do the best on there are the ones that are using the not cutting edge, but the latest technology. So, for example, the canvas, which is an element where you can put 3D things in, you can do anything with it. They always get really, really high votes. So for example, because recollection, if you- Oh yeah, I like that one. Go to that one. It's a a site celebrating because records 10 year anniversary. And that's a mostly, um, canvas site I think and it's really interactive it's really fun it, and it's almost like it's not a website as well and I think it's an experience it's an, yeah it's an experience, it's experience. a multi-sensory experience because it's got sound as well because <laughs> you can smell it <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's good fun and it kind of shows what you can do obviously a site like this doesn't have any regard for SEO because it doesn't that's not that's what it's for that's not job yeah kind of to a sense a site like this does its own seo because it's great for like link building yeah yeah sharing because it's really amazing yeah yeah true. so so websites like like awards and other award website type stuff will link to it because it's so great mm. and so that it kind of does it for itself it doesn't need to worry about the written content because it'll build it like a, a strong link p- profile yeah so the, these websites actually have an important function. Not, it's not simply just they do it for the sake of it. They're doing it for the importance of backlinks. Is is that right? I but think the, it, thing, I, the thing with, say, say in some industries, in our industry, it's really hard to be top for SEO or PPC because everybody in our industry knows what they're doing. Yeah. So you have to have some sort of unique feature. Yeah, 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 exactly. Unique feature like they do to go above and beyond. I mean, I wouldn't throw SEO out completely. You still need to like be found. Target yeah, target your search terms and 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 do that, but I think this is kind of where design might 
give SEO a boost is if you do something like completely unique. Yeah. Something that people want to share and experience themselves. For because the because recollection site, what do you think that that's done as a result of their submission to awards and building this? Let's um, have a look. What's the URL? Um, because com. I think that's one of my favourite sites that I've seen in the past few months. Yeah, it's just dead simple, isn't it? You don't have to do anything except press yeah. the base, press the, press the space bar. Yeah, also, you know, pressing this, pressing and holding the space bar is a relatively new interaction. Well, that's it. it it's again, it, it it breaks that. Yeah, but so you, you see uh, it a lot really more now. Do you really use the keyboard nowadays on websites? It's it's all so ma- mouse based, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, or, or touch based. Yeah. See, I like this. Is it nice? Things. Sorry, Adam's just saying it's quite nice on the phone. Yeah, it's good fun. Also, it's got some good music on it. Yeah. Although I don't like websites that have music. Yeah, but this is a, but for a again, record company. Yeah, so. I know. It, it's the, it's but the again, it, it can it can break that mould because of the nature of the site. Yeah. No, if, it, it definitely suits this website, but usually it just pisses me off. You yeah, hear like yeah. sort of ambient yoga type music, like <laughs> re- trying to relax. Chimes, you're like, where's that coming soft. from? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's something that really annoys me on the Huffington Post. If you go on, an, on that website and sometimes you click on an article, sound starts from somewhere and you can't even find yeah. it. Or when it's from an so advert annoying. that grinds my gaze. Mm. Yeah, it's usually from an advert, but it's hard to find. Yeah, or well, but especially when it's on a website where you can't turn off the sound, they have no option for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't make me listen to you. <laughs> Give me the option. Could you, could you, arguably use that as as a as a selling point? What? So if you want to be unique and um, break out and be that disruptive, could you start like with a whisper? in the background that people could hear but they couldn't quite uh, <laughs> so, some something in I'm the background you. so like for example on is it intercom we can see where the location is of people mm-hmm. they'll have a whisper saying oh how, how's the weather in oh no there could be something that you could use there as a way of people to search the site Mm. It was saying something like, you'll never find me. You know? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh just go off. Yeah. People do use gimmicks like that. You know what What? Uh, what I really find frustrating is on websites, say, uh, articles where you have to click next. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's, that's, pe- that's um, what's it called? It's because they're generating money from the adverts. Yeah. Or Well, I always thought it might be because they don't want to get a bad bounce rate they want you no, to like it's go through usually well next time have a look uh, I think Smashing Magazine it's a digital online site um, has that kind of layout with their articles and their their articles are chock full of adverts right. so the more clicks they get through the more adverts that are seen the more money they generate right and it annoys me that some websites which I think this must purely be for bounce rate or exit rate is say you're just on one page and they have like a carousel and it's going through and but the URL changes you know like um, for the smart scroll stuff you oh, are, yeah, but it just yeah. does the automatic so when you press back you don't go back off the page you yeah, go back to the yeah, other carousel that's annoying as well <laughs> yeah really annoying <laughs> what website do you use would you say on a regular basis that actually is a good web design uh, BBC site's a good one BBC alright I don't use any that 
that I think oh yeah this is good really yeah everything everything maybe maybe just hate everything Sophie yeah just a hateful person that's it yeah, I agree. I, I do like the BBC web, web page. It's it's very concise, and it can be tailored to you if you ever registered your BBC account. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, like I'm still getting London weather. I'm, I've never seen anything but London weather. <laughs> um, but yeah, so straight away it's clear, yeah. and and it's surprisingly clear considering the amount of content in the background. Because mm. there's so much content on the BBC website. Yeah, but they again they're following this grid layout which yeah. is everywhere um but easily but then I it's easy to digest but also with the bbc they they have to cater for every web browser yeah every web browser that even if it's like i remember um i went to a conference and one of the guys that work at the bbc did, was doing a talk and he's saying that they have to cater for 0.1 percent so if that 0.1 percent are using think of an old browser no one uses that you that you don't currently design for. IE eight. So they'd have if someone Seven. if point one percent of the population are using IE eight, they have to cater to that. It. It's not stupid. It's because when you take it in real terms, one point point one percent is probably two hundred thousand people or something like that. Yeah. But so then if, if if and those people yeah, are meant to be paying license fees, yeah, so they I should have access have to, to content. So. But then no, they. I don't see why they should have to because it's a lot of man hours that would go into you don't. Oh, well, I've never had to cater for IE8, but it's very different to IE9 and modern browsers. And uh, the amount of time and effort that you would have to go into changing the site to support IE8, that, that's why I, think it, I think that's why exactly why it is has to com- completely use very strict grid formats. Yeah. Because of that very reason. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, any final points before we wrap up? Um, also, performance is a really big one. Performance. I to mention. Yeah, so how long it takes for you? Oh, I thought, I thought we were talking about a particular website. I don't know. Yeah, oh, of no. course. Yeah. Yeah, is there a, a particular time where, where users will suddenly cut off, I suppose? Uh, Google, there's, I think it's Google Page, page Insights or something. Mm. It says how well your website's performing and I think it has like a traffic light system and I think it says on there what your what sites should be loading at and there is a drop off point it's not long okay cool I think sites need to or a web page needs to load in less than a second oh really generally that's what is expected but if when you have massive images and videos so all what's over the, your site. what's the I'm not going to say punishment but what's the is that is that negative to Odressio then if you, if it does take long to load is yeah, that correct yeah cool so is SEO still king at the minute would you say is that I, still I think it's industry it depends on the industry you're in and your competition because a lot of our clients come to us and they're they're pretty much the first in their industry to yeah. actually get like into gear and say right okay we need we need to do this now before anybody else does like in terms of SEO so it's like super easy for us to create a website that's better SEO and design wise than their competitors because they're still in like 2007 yeah. 2008 like 2000 and late yeah yeah mm. <laughs> so SEO is still super important for those industries but the more techie or uh 
more tackle with digital wear and yeah yeah it's it's harder because you're working with people who are already in the know yeah. yeah. So you've got to think of how to go above and beyond SEO. I mean, SEO is still always going to be important because. But it's no longer. That's not the only question anymore. No, I don't. I, I don't think for some for some companies. Yeah. Then you've got to think above and beyond that. How design can help SEO. Cool. You've been listening to Update. Your hosts this week have been me, Sean Russell, Ree Moxie, and Sophie Hartbattle. This week's update was produced and edited by Anne Taglietti and is a production of Eden Agency. For more updates, visit our website, update.show, follow us on Twitter at Update Podcast and at facebook.com forward slash update podcast. If you like what you heard in today's episode, give us a rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud or whatever it is you're listening to us on as it really helps us out. Join us next week where we'll be talking about another hot topic in the digital world. Thanks for listening. <laughs> My stomach's it's a really nice brand. Oh, did you hear that? I did, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's Willies. Willies. So, so <laughs> what we're saying is, nice we like thing. a bit of nudity on our websites. That's very important to yeah. web design. Well, we bit. could put that picture of Craig up that we've got. We could, yes. yeah. No, we could, yeah. yeah. I want to take. <laughs>